All right, folks, we're back. And it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Coming to you live from the Mack Hike Studios of Flowood.、Uh, the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios here at WYAB. As you know, folks, Mack Hike is one of the、uh, heavy hitters here in the Jackson area when it comes to selling cars. And of course, they have、uh, products that, that are the hot rage. You know, those、uh, Chrysler products. When you hear somebody roaring up and down the highway, you hear those Hemi engines. Folks, that's coming from Mack Hike. Let's give them a hat tip. Mack Hike Studios.、Uh, Mack Hike Studios right now here at WYAB. Also, folks, I want to uh, uh, hat tip to the governor and to、uh, MDA and all those who helped make happen the.、Uh, Announcement of the new、uh, aluminum plant, or recycle aluminum,、uh, there in the Golden Triangle area.、Uh, they're going to be a part of the business community here in Mississippi. From what I've heard, I haven't read the details, all the fine print, but it seems like on balance, Mississippi came out ahead、uh, on this、uh, recruitment, given the amount of investment and what, what's required of the State of Mississippi to kick in, and then there were some guarantees and clawbacks in there that,、uh, you know, it's, it seems like they did a, a yeoman's effort of protecting the interests、uh, of the taxpayers of Mississippi. And I know there are some out there saying, oh, it's another beef plant. It, it could be, it could go south. But I think this is going to be a, 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 a one that、uh, we're all going to benefit from. Now, You notice that they settled into the footprint of the Tennessee Valley Electric Authority. And、uh, that's a good thing. You know, power is going to be where you are and where you can get power is going to make all the difference in the world. Because TVA is a, basically a product of the federal government, they're going to be in a better position to uh, maintain uh, their output in times of a governmental、uh, attacks on the energy sector. So, the aluminum plant, as a matter of fact, you might start seeing more and more、uh, of that happening where、uh, businesses that require on heavy input of, of electricity and reliable electricity will be looking for places like that.、Uh, you know, of course, energy here in、uh, central Mississippi is doing, in my opinion now, is doing a good job of providing consistent、uh, electric, electric service for the area. You know, for the longest, I was not of that opinion. I, I, I looked at energy with, with, with askance, with raised eyebrows. And then after I became educated even more on it, it was probably about two or three years prior to the ascension of Haley f i s a c h e r y to the position that he's in now. But、uh, up to that point, and I think I was,、uh, what was it? Oh, they were trying to push the、um, legislation that would allow, and not just energy, but all utility companies to recoup the money of. Uh, on the front end, for the most part, as in other words, if they decided they're going to have to build a new generating facility, that they could start charging for that facility as they go along. You know, in other words, they didn't have to wait till they got to the end and then charge the rate payers. And what we've been witnessing in the energy sector down through the years since I've become more aware of it is that you got a lot of these uh, 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 NGOs are working against the interests. And the NGOs, believe it or not, many of them are being funded by the.、Uh, Enemies of America or the, or the competitors of America, in the case of、uh, the oil industry, OPEC, 
they fund a lot of these NGOs, the green groups, et cetera, like that, to keep、uh, the ability of American companies and companies who would build here in America energy producing、uh, entities, keep them tied up in red tape and just make the process so cumbersome that, matter of fact, the oil companies are saying now that they will never build another oil refinery in America. It's just, it's just too hard. You know, even when you think you got permission from the government, you're still getting lawsuits after lawsuit after lawsuit. So, God forbid that we have an energy crisis where we're experiencing rolling blackouts. You folks who are the greenies, people are going to be real narrow minded towards you. And I know I'm a people, I'm a person. And I'm sitting there in the dark. Then I see you go hopscotching past my house in your moccasins and your love beads in your hair and all that crap. Hoss. We're going to have to have a talk. <clears throat> But that's, what, that's what's going on. That's what's happening with the new refinery plant that they built down in the Virgin's Island. It's basically has been mothballed because of the green group saying that it's unreliable,、uh, it's too costly,、uh, it's, uh, uh, it's a danger to the environment and everything else. Folks, so much of what we enjoy daily is a result of the、uh, fossil fuel industry. These people are nuts. As I've told you before, this is not about green energy, this is not about saving the planet. This is about the world elites, the same folks who are running the reset and、uh, new world order. As I told you before, these people are terrified of the power of blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies, period. But those technologies and cryptocurrencies require a lot of electricity, a lot of power. And so, what they're doing is just keeping the ability to generate power down to enough to keep you. With a couple of light bulbs running in your house. That's the game. While they got the lights on and the heat up and the air conditioning running in their places. That's what I'm saying, folks. At the end of the day, when you get done、uh, pointing your uh, uh, bony, bony finger at me saying that I'm a conspiracy theorist or whatever,、uh, we're going to have to deal with these people. The question is, and what's in their mind is, can they get us tied up in knots before we get to, get to the realization that we're going to have to put something on their rear ends? That's what we're looking at here. But hat tip to the governor and to the、uh, folks who worked and brought this to Mississippi. A thousand jobs. They're saying at $93,000 average on, on, on average. I, I, you know, I don't know one way or the other.、Uh, if that's before taxes or after taxes, they're saying after taxes it'll be about $50,000. Still, it's pretty good. It's better than having no job. And of course, all the uh, uh, ancillary and auxiliary uh, uh, businesses that will be needed to. Uh, fund that, and of course, the construction that goes on in the meantime, and all the plants that will be feeding、uh, into the uh, uh, steel mill. Now, again, they're going to be recycling aluminum. So, a lot of you bums out there at 55 in uh, uh, Lakeland, you need to start picking up cans. Get this crap off the ground. But anyway,、uh, it is a good thing. So, hat tip to uh, uh, the Columbus, the Golden Triangle area for that coup to be able to pull that in there. And of course, they got the universities there to draw on. And、uh, they got obviously Mississippi State and、uh, um, the W and uh, uh, Ole Miss. And you know, they'll be drawing from Alabama,、uh, University of Alabama over there at Tuscaloosa. So there's going to be a lot of resources to be drawn upon. But you know, one of the problems that they're having all over the country is getting people who want to work. Not people who need jobs, but people who want, a, who want to work even though they need a job. I mean, even though they need a job, they've got to find people who really want to work. 
You know, we had a, a Mark call here talking about up at Nissan. These younger folks, these folks, you say anything to them, cross. Oh, man, I can't put up this kind of pressure. You just browbeating. Yeah, bro, I asked you to be here at 8 o'clock. We need you here when everybody else is here on time. And they look at it as some kind of unreasonable demand. Dude, I had to check my emails, man. I'm getting texts. You know, I'm, I'm trending. <laughs> yeah, you trending all right. Out the door. I smell, I smell something burning. Huh? No, you ain't got to put it out. What you smoking, dude? <laughs> Jesus. I tell you folks, you have no idea what I expect. I don't know what to expect. I, I, I really don't. This guy, he tells me these mushrooms he's growing up here, that they're for a salad. And I'm saying, dude, really? <laughs> anyway, I, I just learned that I don't take anything from this guy, this guy being my producer, anything that I can't pop open and hear the, the air being released from the container. I don't just take, hey, man, don't you taste these brownies? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but anyway, uh, uh, just... Just keep that in mind, folks. That that is a cool. Now that's something that it's never going to come to Jackson. Jackson, the only thing Jackson could possibly recruit is a prison. That's it. Oh, and I mentioned to you yesterday that Trustmark, from reliable sources, saying that they are not moving from downtown Jackson. That is that is not a decision that has been made. The whole question about whether to move has been a discussion, but there has been no decision to leave Jackson. So. Anyway, but now they got plenty of room up in that Butler Snow Building. And uh, I'm sure uh, uh, Matisse and the crew over there will build you a building as tall as you need up there in Madison. Matter of fact, uh, you could actually move over there to Sorrento over there in Madison, uh, up there on Galleria Parkway. They got plenty of room over there in one of the buildings anyway. So you could get in up there, trust Mark. Check it out. Got plenty of parking. Things are safe. Got room for expansion. I ain't trying to run you out of Jackson. That's Chalkline's job. I'm just saying, you know, uh, they do have options. And to the state agencies up there, uh, Governor, you need to give these people permission to break camp. I'm not trying to run Jackson down, but here's the deal. You got to show like you want some. You got to show like you want. You got this attitude that, uh, uh, remember when they uh, when WorldCom exited the scene, it was said that they can leave. No, we don't want them to leave. We need the tax base. But anyway, uh there are options for these people. So this is why we need to tighten up. And you know when you get a 10-year a, a plan for the city of Jackson and it doesn't include in the building of any new roads, either you're dealing with some people who have no vision, have no idea what they're doing, or you're dealing with some people who realize that other people realize you don't want to be in Jackson if you can avoid it. And it doesn't have to be that way. It's only because... Again, how we see the world, we being people of a darker hue, but in particular, people who have a darker hue who vote Democrat. And I know people say, Kim, how do you think you're going to run for mayor and you saying these things about the Democrat Party? Here's the deal. If you're a Democrat and you don't like that, I understand. Keep voting for it. You got Marcus Wallace. He's offering himself up for mayor. And he's going to continue to give you what you're getting right now. He'll be more diplomatic about it than chalk lines, but nothing's going to change for you. You'll still be paying these high water bills, high sewer bills. They'll still be taking the the, the, the parts of Jackson government that works, and uh, uh, they say they don't want privatization. What do they just do? 
they had a chance to take over the garbage collection for the city of Jackson, take it back. They didn't do that because they were too busy spinning it off to their boys. Not Marcus, but in this case, chalk lines. So, I mean, if you guys want that, look, I ain't mad at you. I want you to have the choice you want because that's going to give me something to talk about here on the radio. See, I keep telling you, you're wasting your time. And the pattern is clear and unbroken. Everybody who tried to help this generation, because black folks, weren't, we weren't always like this now. Oh, we were getting things did back in the day. But nowadays, all we do is complain. Just complain and complain and complain. We got titles out the wazoo, got resources out the wazoo, got uh, uh, access to information, and still don't do anything. Back when we had those old country boys, when they first started electing the blacks to uh, uh, aldermen and, and uh, uh, board of supervisors, back when we had the, the jail, uh, jail McCullough type of generation, those folks was getting some things done because they had common sense. I, like I said, I always liked Jay. I had him on, the, on my program when he had, he had his book out, and uh, I still got that book too. Uh, and again, he just just plain old country boy with good good, good old common sense. Now we got everybody's got a degree. <laughs> everybody's got it. And can't change a filter. Can't change a light bulb. But they can do good press conferences. And they can hold great events down at the uh, convention center. But if you ask them to fix something, oh, you get to sucking on teeth. People looking down at their feet. Folks looking at their watch saying, whoo, look at the time. Got to go, got to go. That's why I'm saying in the Kim Wade administration, well, you're going to get us some common sense. I ain't got to know, know everything. I do know when the water ain't flowing and the water smell like boo-boo, we just break it up. Say no. Okay, so what's the problem over here? Why we got boo-boo in the water? And everybody standing around looking like cotton-eyed Joe, looking down, looking around, whoo, I said, okay, I'll tell you what we do. We're going to go get Jose and white boy Bob. Get this thing cranking again. Then we'll get y'all down here doing some human resource type, type work. But as far as turning some knobs, pushing some buttons. Man, I got a, I got a degree from Jackson State. Okay. Why we got boo-boo in the water? See, these are going to be the simple questions I'm going to be asking y'all. And everybody who's got a job will be able to keep their job as long as they're doing their job. It ain't complicated. As I said before, the police officers are going to get community policing the way it's supposed to be done. In other words, they get the latitude to decide on what needs to be done in their precinct. Do they need to haul uh, Tyrone in for whatever infraction they see done, or do they need to explain the program to Tyrone? Tyrone, look, let me holler at you a minute. Step in this dark alley. Let me turn my body cam off. And then you wear him across his head a couple times, and oh, just like back in the day when Mac was running things. All those Billy badasses down in the jail who wanted to tear up stuff and act a fool all day during the daylight. Then they got to go talk with Mac about 3 o'clock in the morning. And then when they left there, oh, now I see how this, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I see how this works now. Yes, sir. See, people do what they can get away with. And we work with the city, uh, the circuit uh, courts, and say, look, judges, this is what we're asking because you have a lot of latitude. Why are you giving them 10 years and suspending eight? Why don't you give them 10 years 
and suspend five if they're willing to do some labor while they're there. And then we get these people coming out of jail with no skills, ain't, they can't even show up on time to be taught something. And then we're supposed to be crying crocodile tears because they can't get no work. What was you doing when you're sitting on your butt for 10 years? See, they keep putting everything on the taxpayer. They keep telling me and you that we just need to do more. I ain't doing nothing more, Hoss. You got me tangled and twisted. And I'm not being unreasonable. Our number is 601-879-0002. Who loves you? Radio Strongman. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios. And want to remind you, folks, for all your heat and air conditioning needs and concerns, as you know, it's starting to get cool. And many of you have already turned your heat on. I know I have. I had to put it on just let it just because it's get a little cool in the morning. But, again, when you have concerns with your uh, AC unit or your heating unit, call the AC doctor, 601-706-4551, and they will do an inspection, check out your unit, make sure it's up performing optimally and if it's not they'll tell you why and what needs to be done that's their you know some people just try to get you going and there's nothing wrong with that because when your air's out or your heat's not working you just want it running but they'll get it running and they say look this is what you got this is what we found this is what you need to be concerned about they they give you a thorough checkup that's why they call him the acdr you got the mail auto clinic for your car you got the ac doctor for your ac and heating folks they're out there professionals doing a great job that you come to know, love, and expect. The AC Doctor. On the on the web, acdr.com. That's ACDR. The DR stands for Doctor. ACDR.com. All right, let's go with no further ado. Mobile Bob. Hey, man. Hey, man. What's up? What's up? Hey, you heard of you know, Biden, what is a warned, another warning speech against Republican or yeah. Ultra MAGA folks yeah. last night? Yeah, they 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 got the steel coming on, folks. They got something up. You know, we didn't have the October surprise, so they got something else up their sleeve. Uh, well, he may, he's, he may sound it's going to be another cheat fest because what is it? Uh, we won't know for days when uh, uh, when uh, all the votes are counted, who's been elected. That's yeah. what that, the clown said. They've got all those mail-in ballots, and they can't start counting till election night. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> uh, when they were run, they, they had no problems counting them. What it, when they shut the uh, balloting down, I mean, the counting down overnight, then they uh, turned the uh, cameras off and then went in there and started running all those ballots through the machine. Oh, they got thousands and millions of ballots in about two hours, period. And how did they uh, open up all those envelopes and get those in the machine that quickly? Because uh, they already why had them pre-printed. You, yeah, why wouldn't you start counting the uh, mail-in ballots before the election day? Well, number one, we really don't want them doing that. That's why what Trump is saying, we just need to have election day on election day, except with the exception of the absentee ballot. Because if you start counting them beforehand, they'll do what we already know that they're doing, which is finding out how many votes they need to count. And we need to put serial numbers on the ballot so we can, we got serial numbers on dollar bills, we got serial numbers on guns, we got serial numbers on our credit card. That's what that, your card number is essentially a, a serial number. And if we can have all that and get accurate accounting instantaneously, we can do that with the ballot. Of course we can. Or like you said, just go back to uh, like you said, go back to paper ballot and election day is election day. Right. You don't vote till election day unless you come up with some special reason why you ha- can't vote on election day. Mm-hmm. Then you go over to regular regular mail and ballot like people used to. It's all hand or you go get it yourself. Right. Well, you know, 
here's the deal. In 2000, the whole hanging Chad things down in Florida was the reason why we went to electronic voting machines because they couldn't get the ballots cast, I mean, counted fast enough. It took two or three weeks to count all the hanging Chads and the dips and the dimples. And now we're back to having two or three weeks to count. And now the Democrats aren't concerned. It's because this is the way they want to cheat. No, no, these people are just full of crap, man. They're just full of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it, it is exactly. And this nonsense of, well, we, we won't know who's elected for, for, for days, for, for days. Right. We, back in, again, 1980, first election I remember was between Reagan and, and uh, Carter. Knew by 8 o'clock that night who was the president. Right. Now we can't know something, uh, doing that kind of stuff for days? Mm-hmm. And how's that progress, dude? <clears throat> how's that progress? And like you said, even like you just said, Maryland could work. If you want to work, if you would like to have field numbers on it where you can trace it. Right. Right. Yeah, they are, uh, again, uh, and then they, they're working in concert with the U.S. Postal Service. So they'll be bringing in uh, pallets full of ballots, as many as they need for as long as they need. And that's the whole game plan. You know, what I think, they, what, what I think Biden's speech precipitates, they want to cheat. They intend to cheat. They're going to cheat. And they want to make it obvious that they that they've been cheating they want the american people to rise up like they're doing down in brazil so the fbi and homeland security can work their plan against the mega supporters that's their game plan these people are just evil that's why they've been so quiet uh in terms of october surprise type thing because they got these people look they spend their whole waking hour figuring out how to do wrong that's what they do now that woman in uh arizona yeah, you're working to run the worst campaign than even Biden did, right. almost. But if you know you could, but why, okay, why would you do that? Because you know you're going to cheat your butt off. So why at no point are you putting working up a sweat when you're going to cheat anyway? Right, right. And they're trying to make like the country is so evenly split down the middle. People don't want to what they may be split down the middle between Republicans and Democrats num- numerically, generically. But in terms of any American wanting this foolishness that's going on now, all these, again, these are forced errors. These, these, these are errors that the uh, Biden administration is forcing on the country. They're purposely trying to destroy America, and they're telling us that, uh, well, half of America wants this. No, they don't. No, they, well, I'll take it back. The, the Democrat kids want it because you hear it when they call here. You hear Snowball. You hear uh, Rod and all these other folks out there. They don't care. As long as their team jersey is the one that wins, and they're not the majority. Even like even Hispanics are, are drastically turning on them. I watched Fox News this morning, and this is guy. His name is Reverend uh, Diaz. Diaz. He's a, a supposed lifelong Democrat, and he's uh, in the ALC's, uh, ALC's district. And he's not voting for her or the Democrat governor. Uh, the Democrat go- governor. He's voting Republican. And he wants Trump back in the office. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's wonderful, man. But it's like he's maybe, what, almost 60 years old? And you keep, and like you said, been a reverend. <laughs> and you keep wondering, what took so long? It had to get this bad? <laughs> uh, great, you're on our side. But, man, it had to get this bad. <laughs> Things had to get this corrupt and, and this bad. And nothing he meant. They asked him, well, why was he voting for Republicans? And he said, you know, because of the uh, high prices of everything. And, and, but he never mentioned abortion or this transgender stuff. Right. Man, you're a reverend. Those should have been the first two things you mentioned. Yeah, I would agree. But, 
But, okay, great. You're finally on the right side now. Although he still wasn't trying to call himself a Republican. The guy said, why are you doing all this? Why don't you call yourself a Republican? Oh, I'm a lifelong Democrat, blah, blah, blah. I guess he's hoping he's like, he's, he's like an abused spouse that just keeps getting beat up over and over again. But you think if you hold out just a little while longer, he'll change. Right. That's what he sounded like. Well, here's the thing, and this is this goes particularly to the to the folks of the ministerial class. Why don't you try to influence <clears throat> the party that you're in? Why don't you just, in other words, stand up with the bloodstained banner and put your foot down and say, this is where I stand, this is what I stand. You won't even do that. You're hoping against hope that they're going to change, and yet the the scripture tells us they have to hear the word, and you won't even deliver the word, but you, you'll point your bony finger at, at Trump and the Trump supporters. No, House. You gotta admit you're 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 a coward. You don't have the courage of your conviction. You just you're well, a coward. This guy did say he I mean well, I have to give him he was courageous. He was on Fox News, Al Hispanic, black Hispanic guy, you know, looks like a black guy until he talks. Yeah, Puerto Rico. And he's willing to say he's not voting for Geo for the uh Democrats or AOC. He just wouldn't go to extra mile saying he's a Republican. So I guess in a sense he is that's I guess if you want to change Democrat Party, that's the first way you do it. You stop voting for them. Right. Yeah, then that forces them to change somewhere. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, still, what is it? What do you want to stay with them for? I, I just don't understand. You got his, you got this, this other guy who you agree with, who shares your value. <laughs> he loves you like Republican Party, but you won't go with them because, because you think you're going to change the Democrat. Which, well, if you want to change, I'll admit that's how you do it. You stop voting for them. You let them know why you stop voting for. Although I wish I had you had said abortion and gay marriage and right. uh, and and uh, this transgender stuff. If you call yourself a reverend, but okay, you want to. He's walking to- economics. He's walking towards the light. Let's 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 yeah. cut him some slack. You know, he's doing the right <laughs> thing finally. If we could get Snowball and the crew to do the same. And look, I'm up against a hard break. Mobile right, Bob. We'll be right back. All right, folks. We're back. Hey, one. This is another local business that we're really proud of. They're doing a yeoman's job. Uh, business is good, and it's all because of you. That's Take a Break Deliveries. Take a Break Delivery is a local, veteran-owned business located in Flowood, Mississippi, servicing Brandon, Pearl, Flowood, Ridgeland, Madison, and parts of Jackson. Take a Break is a restaurant and alcohol delivery service that can deliver to your door and on your schedule. Whether delivering to your home or business, deliveries are designed to be affordable and on time. Take a break deliveries offer you over 100 area restaurants, so you're dealing with two local businesses when you deal with take a break. When you want to look forward to lunch at work or supper at home, just download the app or visit the website, which is takeabreakdeliveries.com, and pick your restaurant and order from the menu. In around 45 minutes, you'll be enjoying your freshly prepared delicious meal. You can get the app from the App Store, Apple App Store, or get it by going to Google Play. The website is takeabreakdeliveries.com. If you want a hard number, here it is, 601-317-7657. They do good work. And if you're looking for a little side hustle, this is an opportunity to do just that. 601-317-7657. All right, folks. Uh, uh, again, we want to uh, a hat tip to the governor for this coup of the steel plant and uh, folks that has a lot of potential and see this is the whole thing about uh, all these companies you know ba what is it ba bas f 
And they make a lot of chemicals. They used to make the old、uh, cassette tapes and things like that. Well, they're shutting down operations in Europe because of the、uh, inconsistent availability of electricity. And they're looking to move plants around the world. We got a good chance of catching some of those plants here in America. If we play our cards right, get rid of the Democrats who are against fossil fuels. They're against everybody else eating but themselves. And the rank and file Democrats, they don't care. And、uh, for those of you who, who want a better life, you enjoy the quality of life that you have, you vote Democrat next Tuesday, Hoss. Hey, do not be rushing the food banks. Don't, do not be begging people for heating fuel money and all that stuff. No, you voted for this stuff. Life does not have to be this hard. Here in America or across this planet, but for you. Because many of you, you can't get past the personalities. Oh, I don't like so and so. Okay, but they're doing a good job. They're keeping the lights on, they're making things work. But because you won't elevate your game, you won't take in any new information, and the information you take in, you can't synthesize, you can't analyze, and you can't make a decision from what you've learned. And yet, all you can scream is racism, phobias, or somebody don't like you, or somebody stopping your flow and all that. No. Would you please grow up for the, for, for the sake of just grow up? Stop it. You want to have your way, do everything you want to do in life, and then you want everybody else to change based on the fact that, okay, what you decided to do didn't pan out. Now your rear end is in a sling. And now you've alienated and ticked off all the people who traditionally who have been helping you, either directly or indirectly through their contributions to nonprofits and, and tax dollars for harebrained ideals and scams and schemes and things like that. And now you've ticked off everybody on the planet. You brought down the house of cards that was our economic system. And now you want to sit back and say, That you're hurting worse than anybody else because you fall into a certain demographic male, female, gay, trans, black, whatever. When in fact, you fall into the category of people who do stupid things and you brought down the world as a result of it. Kim, I don't know how you think you're going to get any elected, anything, saying these things. And you know what? I may not. But these are things that need to be said. Here's the problem you don't want to don't want to deal with reality. You don't want to accept the fact that. Uh, uh, Barbie Bassett saying, Mammy, ain't got nothing to do with the fact that the more pressing problems in our community, sewer, streets, water, failing、uh, educational system, all the things that we control, Department of Correction, Hines County Correctional, all those things that we control, ain't nothing getting fixed. But you can look over there and say, Barbie Bassett needs to change something. I'm telling you, we're wearing out our welcome. And, you, and we don't have anybody but Radio Strongman saying these things. You say it to yourself. You say it at the dinner table. You say it amongst yourselves. But you think it's somehow wrong to point out the fact that we're doing something wrong. We're doing things that don't work. And that you, we're going to be better off if we just sweep it under the rug and act like ain't nothing happening. Jackson, 6% of Mississippi's、uh, population. And Jackson produces 50% of the murders that happens in this state on an annual basis. <coughs> Ain't nobody called WLBT about that? No, Hoss, we got our priorities wrong. And this is why I can't sit back and let you loons out here shout me down and have me,、uh, try to intimidate me from saying what needs to be said because it'll make you feel good about your ratchet decision making and lifestyle. 
You can pound sand. Matter of fact, not only can you not, not only can you pound sand, you can just not vote for me. Vote for Marcus. He's going to keep things where you feel comfortable in your inordinacy. You'll feel good in your uh, 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 failure, sitting around with your finger in your ear, looking crazy, because you know what you're doing when you do that. And in addition to what you're doing, you're ticking off everybody around you. You saw what happened when the state stepped in to try to help us with our water situation. The ingratitude represented by our elected officials. I was listening to Keith last night, and Keith was saying the mayor didn't want a special session to deal with the city of Jackson's problem. The mayor, and they say the governor don't want to do anything to legislate. And then, did anybody call WRBT about that? We're not serious, and anybody who tries to be serious, oh, you don't. That sounds like you didn't get that approved by white by the white man. No, because I'm sitting here looking at it for myself. You are one of those individuals who need to be led by someone. You said out your mouth, we need leaders. Why don't you lead yourself? Why don't you handle your business? Why don't you sit down with your family and discuss the politics and who's running for what? Next Tuesday, you can go out there and vote straight Democrat. Benny Thompson tells you the most important thing he did was cheer the J6 committee. Black folks had problems in this country for the last 400 years Donald Trump been on the scene six or seven years, and now that's the biggest priority we have. Why do we have that as a priority? Because the white man told Benny to tell us that's our priority. Man, please, y'all can pound sand. I ain't dealing with no weak Negroes. I don't care what you say about me. You, and look, on the debate stage, you can come on in and do what you want. I don't care, say what you want. Do it. I ain't changing. The message ain't going to change. Don't think you're going to, because I got something for you. If I can get my TV ads on the airport, I'm going I'm to nuke them. I got something for your rear end. I got something for your mule. I can market. I can turn a phrase and I can get a message out there. And you can ignore the message because it's me. But you can't ignore the reality of what the message is going to be saying. We're headed for a political Jonestown. We're watching our kids. Our kids are our teenagers. They're sociopaths. They're killing folks, man, with no. Did you see the video that I sent out? And they, I think they've taken it off YouTube, but it's probably floating around there. Of that Biden supporter who walked into that convenience store. The man gave him all the cash, all the money, all the cigarettes, everything he wanted. He still jumped over the counter, told the man to sit on the ground and put a gun to his head, blew his brains out, blood all over him and everybody else. And black folks mad at me. They mad at Bobby Bassett. We're not serious. And our leadership is taking advantage of us. They ain't on this. Those blacks who are running the educational system, you have an added responsibility to get this thing running. Don't tell me you don't know how to do it because you claim you got a good education. You threw your resume down for the superintendent's job like it was the big joker in a game of spades. I'm good to go. Well, why we got all this mess? Everybody's got a degree in counseling. Everybody's got a degree in sociology. Everybody got a degree in urban planning. Everybody got a degree in government administration. What is the problem? The problem is you're in league with some people who God has put his curse on. That's the Democrat Party. As Mobile Bob pointed out, everything they do repudiates the word of God. And it's totally antithetical. God has destroyed civilizations over how they treated kids 
and you right there with your turned around collar, lifting up the arms of these devils like they w a s lifting up the arms of Moses. You people, I'm telling you, look, I ain't got to worry about being found wrong because it ain't my word, bruh. Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back. The final few minutes of the first hour of the Kim Wade Show this Thursday. We've got special guests coming in next hour. Candidates for the uh, Madison, Madison County School Board, they're here in the studios with us. We'll be talking about that. These are important issues. We've got folks who are offering themselves up for service to help basically bring back sanity to our whole educational process, get back the basics. But we'll be talking more about that. Regarding my just the rent that preceded this program, folks. All you're going to get is good government. I'm not warm and fuzzy. I'm not one of those guys that's going to be blowing smoke up your backside and telling you, hey,、uh, I'm this, that, and the other. All you're going to get is good government. It's going to be government without all the BS. We're going to work with everybody. The city council will have uh, uh, access to every department in the city. Because the goal is to make the thing work, not to extend my ego. I know who I am. I don't need affirmation, I don't need pats on the back. What we need is good government. You don't have to be a big eye, a little you. You don't have to be, I'm not a member of any、uh, fraternity. I didn't pledge. So, you, you know, whether you're Alpha, Omega, or whatever, Kappa, or whatever, Sigma, you're going to get the same service. And those who are in those frats that are in government, if you, still, if you give your boy a hookup, I understand that. Fine. That's how, that's how things go. But that d o n t mean you're going to get to discriminate against everybody else. All it's going to be is the end of the Negro mess. That could be my campaign slogan. Mayor of Jackson, end of the Negro mess. Kim, I can't believe you be saying, what do you think I'm going to say? I'm not warm and fuzzy. I'm Radio Strongman. And I'm coming to break things up at the door. We're going to build a jail. It's going to be five stories above ground and five stories below ground. And then the bottom five floors. They ain't gonna have a bed and they ain't gonna have nothing but some hooks in the floor where you can chain them to the floor. Kim, that's inhumane. Yeah, cry me a river. And all this stuff about getting your rights restored when you can restore that person's life, when you can restore that old lady's crown Vic Victoria that you stole, that she had paid off. Now she got to go out and buy some transportation at 70, 80 years old. When you can do that, we worry, then we'll worry about you getting your voting rights back. There's a whole lot of, and then everybody, Look, this whole notion about uh, uh, shutdowns and things like that, COVID and all that crap,、mm, that ain't going to happen. No, no. They, it be, folks better be dropping dead in front of me. But we ain't be putting people out of business because somebody done took money at the State Department of Health from George Soros or Bill Gates to run some kind of scam on people. When you come to Jackson, you better have another set of eyes on them books that you're trying to tell me this is why we got to do this, that, and the other. Ain't gonna be no forced vaccines. We ain't gonna be sticking no babies with this crap. No. Folks, our government, you got too many government officials who are taking money from these billionaires to use their office to screw over the rest of us. That's ending to the extent I have anything to do with it as mayor of Jackson. Breaking it up at the dough. Radio Strongman. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Now, you won't know what I'm thinking. The mayor got to stop smoking that dope. The mayor must stop smoking that dope. It's running him crazy. 
All right, folks, we're back, and it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. And, folks, this is your host, who? It's Radio Strongman, Kim Wade. I am coming to you live from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, it is Thursday. We have some special guests in the studios with us, and we have Mr. Ken McCoy and Rylan Thompson. Folks, they're offering themselves up for candidate for the Madison County School Board. And、uh, we want to talk with them about、uh, who they are and what their aspirations and desires, what they're trying to do. And they'll be on the ballot next Tuesday, November 8th. And we want you to consider them, folks. Again, good education just doesn't roll in on the wheels of inevitability. You got to get out there and make it happen. You got a lot of people working their agenda against our kids at various levels of government. And、uh, the educational system is like the first、uh, rung on that ladder. And so we have to get in there and throw some sharp elbows up under the basket and let them know hey, what we believe in is important and we're willing to fight for it. Just like what they believe in is important to them, even though it's not best for the kids or the long term interests of our nation. So with no further ado, who wants to go first? Ken McCoy? I'll take it. How are you doing, young man? All right, doing great. It's good to have you in the studios. And you are, what, give a little background. Who is Ken McCoy? So, I'm、uh, <clears throat> actually, I was born and raised in、uh, Madison County.、Mm-hmm. I started off in Canton for five years, and then I moved from Canton to Madison, and I've been here for my whole life.、Okay. I came through Madison Public Schools as a student,、uh, 1 through 12, at Madison Risland High School. Then I went to、uh, college at Mississippi State, graduated with a business degree. And then、uh, after that, I had children and was started on the school board. I've actually been on the school board for 20 years. I did take a break、uh, for the last five or six years.、Mm-hmm. I'm coming back on. I've had, I've had people to ask me to, to, if I would run again. I told them I'd be more than glad. I am now retired.、Mm-hmm. Um, have the time and, and love.、Uh, you know, I'm, of course. I do have grandchildren. Well, first of all, my children came through. I have three children that came through the Madison Public Schools.、Uh, they graduated、uh, from Madison Public Schools on to college.、Uh, I have one child with special needs, and、uh, she came through the Madison Public Schools as well. Uh, then,、um, you know, here I'm looking at the whole time they were there. I was on the school board for 20, as I say, for 20 years. And、uh, now I have grandchildren coming through. I'm、uh, looking forward to that. But, you know, it's just not because I have children or grandchildren coming through.、Uh, this is something I was born and raised in, the Madison County Schools. I love to see them thrive. We have built over $180 million worth of schools、mm. while I was on the board.、Wow. We built 10 new schools within the system. I was involved in every one of those. I was involved in meeting with the communities, which they're not doing right now. I've had people to call me. They are. I've had people ask why we're building a sixth grade,、um, additional sixth grade, instead of building a ninth grade.、Uh, you know, those are the things that they should be meeting with the public about and、mm. why they're doing this and getting the public feedback.、Right. I'm not running for Ken McCoy. I'm running for the people. I'm the voice of the people. Well, you're bringing some institutional knowledge with that, the process, and uh, uh, coupled with what you observed while you were on your、uh, sabbatical, if you will. and、uh, As I was pointing out to you guys during the break, the slide to uh, uh, failure can be gradual, and sometimes people may not even notice it, but you've had that inside view, and you can see that, like you said, the communicating with the community is, is absent, and、uh, you're trying to bring those t y p e of things back. That's correct. Right. All right. 
we also have in the studios with Mr. Ryland Thompson, a young man. How you doing, sir? Hey, how you doing, Kim? Thank you for having us in. Good to have you here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what's motivating you for running for this office. Well, I, I'm a, a husband, a father of three beautiful little girls, uh, two of which are in the Madison County School District. Mm-hmm. Uh, law enforcement officer of 15 years, mm-hmm. so I have plenty of uh, experience in training mm-hmm. with uh, crisis preparedness for schools right. and critical uh, incidents, active shooter situations, uh, lots of training and experience behind me there. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a follower of Christ, first and foremost, mm. a conservative, and just so, as a parent, I've become so frustrated with what's what's going on in our school systems here locally and across the country that I felt uh, led to go ahead and stand up and take a stand uh, for our children and for Christian values and conservative values um, on the school board. Well, we had, uh, uh, as you know, we had the COVID uh, mandates and crises and executive orders and all that for the last two years. Uh, that brought government up front and close to so many Mississippians and Americans, period. Uh, how did that impact uh, to your, your decision to get back involved? Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. We, as, as moms and dads, rallied with parents all across the country, mm-hmm. and there was we had a large group here locally that went to the school board, and we told them, look, we want some relief with these mask mandates. We wanted it to be about parents' choice, but – the school board continuously voted unanimously, might I add, mm-hmm. for all these mask mandates, all this mandatory quarantining healthy students, mm-hmm. social distancing, because they were taking so much money from the federal government to implement a lot of these plans and policies that they, were, they refused to listen to parents and let parents govern their children as to how they needed to, uh, to proceed with their safety mechanisms. The, the parents... Uh, it's a parent's right and responsibility to govern their child, not the government or not not any school board. And so that was what initially began um, our interactions with the school board, and we felt the need uh, to do something. And it was plain to see from the response that we got when we as parents brought it to their attention that they didn't have any attentions in listening to us as parents. So um, they all need to go as far as I'm concerned. All right, our number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. We have uh, Mr. Ken McCoy and Ryland Thompson here in the studios. They'll be on the ballot next Tuesday. We ask that you give them your consideration. And for those of you in Rankin County, we had Lynn Courtney call in on yesterday. She's running for school board out there. Again, we need some fresh blood. We've got uh, a part of what we experienced with the whole COVID uh, lockdown thing is that you had some people up there who just basically it brought out a lot of the tyrannical uh, impulses that they had. And uh, our freedoms are on the line. Your kids' education was on the line. Have the school board, has there been any type of after-action report to say uh, the pros and cons of all these mandates and rules and regulations? Do we know whether or not it was good for us? No. Uh, well, as a matter of fact, uh, I would. we have talked with uh, psychologists <clears throat> that have said that there is potentially long-term side effects uh, that will last from this, um, uh, particular, in particular uh, certain children of certain ages they learn so much just by reading people's expression on their face right. whenever they're they're reading their lips and mm-hmm. and stuff and learning this communi- communication mm-hmm. and uh so uh we're going to we're going to just be seeing this going forward but there's no hard evidence to show that these masks and these social ma- uh distancing mandates were fruitful at all in 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 uh 
you know, stopping you from having a virus that with over 99% survivability rate. Right. I mean, despite the science, they kept insisting on it. You know, and I would draw people's attention. You take a three, four, five, six-year-old, when they're talking to you, they're talking with their whole face. And they're looking at other people and watching their face. And having that plug taken out of their life, their learning experience, as you said, has implications. And they're telling us that it's okay simply because they took a lot of money from someone. What has that money actually shown in terms of improvement? Uh, I mean, can they point to anything? No, not, not, not that I'm aware of. As a matter of fact, I know that they, the last uh, few meetings that we were attending to the school board, they had a surplus of money that they had received to implement certain guidelines. I think a lot of uh, the uh, facilities were supposed to be expanding uh, to keep distance in between the students. Right. So they got this money, and now that like the pandemic is gone and they realize that uh, they, were, they were chasing the wrong dog, so to speak, you right. know, uh, what do they do with it now, you know? Hmm. So, Ken, yeah. I'll, I'll actually jump on the uh, COVID a little bit. Uh, one of the one of the things we, you know, when we were looking at that, and we're talking about mask mandates and immunization mandates or not, um, it, the, the, you know, Jameson, your own host here, provided mm-hmm. studies for them, multiple studies for them to talk about mask, mm-hmm. mask or no mask. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing, the sad thing about it, they they didn't really bother to look at the studies. Uh, when studies, and and I came from the biotech industry, so mm-hmm. I, I I was worked in that for thirty something years, and um, you know had some some knowledge of the the studies. Uh, one of the things that Jameson talked about, and I'll talk about, is that uh, the mask uh, till this day mm-hmm. have not proven anything other than the N95s in Europe, depending on the child wearing them right. over their nose, over the mouth, eight hours a day. And you're asking young children to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, it, that's almost impossible. But then if you look at the cloth mask that everybody's wearing that's supposed to be protecting everybody, now studies have shown that those same cloth masks right now cause more respiratory disease mm-hmm. than they did help. Dental problem. Um, because mm-hmm. it's basically a peach tree dish. Right. Every time they sneeze or breathe or whatever into that, you're just growing germs after germs. So now you're looking at, uh, you know, whether it protected anybody, it did probably more harm to them than it did help them. Yeah. Well, it sounds like what what you guys are offering the people of Madison County in District 1 and District 2, uh, you're going to have uh, somebody there who will listen, somebody who's not going to ignore them and blow them off and just say, hey, you know, live with it. Uh, people are concerned about their kids, as you're concerned about yours and your grandkids. Uh, and you're going to offer people who are concerned the opportunity to have someone there to represent them. Absolutely. Folks, our number is 601-879-0002. Let's go to Leon. Uh, yes, sir. You're on the air. Good, good afternoon, sir. Hey. Uh, I have a couple of questions. <laughs> One is uh, I lived in Madison County for many years. Unfortunately, I don't right now. But uh, did the school board district mirror the supervisor district? And are these two gentlemen running against each other or in s- separate districts? Good question. Okay. I'll let them explain. Yes, yeah, so they first of all they do not mirror the supervisors' districts, and uh, well, we're not running it. So, so well, I'm in District One, and Rylan is in District Two. Uh, so, no, they do not mirror the same districts. What, what, what's the boundary of District One? Do you know? Yeah, District One basically starts on 463 and mm-hmm. starts at the Fairfield neighborhood and goes completely back toward Flora. I have the whole city of Flora, the whole so it's a city of Flora, and then from Fairfield back. 
um, toward Flora. Okay. So I have uh, just to name some of the neighborhoods: Fairfield, Annandale. Um, you have uh, Reunion, mm-hmm. some of the late Reunion. Uh, then you have Greystone, uh, and this it just goes on back, and then all the all all of Flora. Okay. What about you, Riley? So uh, I have the majority of Madison and Ridgeland from Hoy Road uh, south up to um, down to the Natchez Trace and Ridgeland from the Natchez Trace north. Um, a lot of those areas around the Mad- uh, Madison Avenue area, and then I go down to Densmore and, and Bridgewater and Ridgeland, the Old Town area of Ridgeland, um, and all those areas in between, Summer Tree and, and all around MRA, that area is, is all in District 2. Um, so, yes, as a matter of fact, they redrew, redrew the lines for the school districts earlier this year, and a map is available on the Madison County map uh, website. Okay, you guys have a social media presence? Yeah, I do. Uh, Facebook.com slash Thompson for Madison. Okay, what about you? Kim? Mine is McCoy for Madison County Schools on Facebook. on Facebook. All right, what we're going to do is take a break. Our number is 601-879-0002. More with the candidates when we come back. All right, folks, we're back in the studios with us. We have uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Thompson. What's it, Ryland? Ryland Thompson and Ken McCoy. They're here as candidates on District 1 and District 2. And uh, uh, we want to uh, uh, invite your conversations. Guys, what's going on with the building of schools, uh, population-wise, et cetera? Man, our schools are just literally bursting at the seams. Several of our schools, high schools and middle schools, have trailers that they're having to put outside the on the exterior uh, around the, the building. And so children are actually having to leave the main school building, which is locked down every day, walk outside, and then walk into this trailer, which the trailers um, aren't as secure, arguably, as the main building. And then plus, there's all this time... Um, lost and going in between the main building and the other building. So we're bursting at the seams. They're, they're, we're going to have to build new schools before it's too much longer. And Ken and I were just talking on the break here. Apparently there has been uh, some stipulation that, that I am in support of a tax hike in order to build new schools. And let me tell you, that couldn't be further away from the truth. I am not in favor of raising taxes at all uh, to, to do the bonds uh, to be, and building new schools. Um, I do think we need new schools, but I think there's uh, plenty of resources available to us right now that we can get that done without raising taxes. Ken? Yeah, so I was on the board for 20 years, and in those 20 years, we had a McKibben group to come in the first of those 20 years, uh, first part of those 20 years. And this he, he's been more precise than anybody I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and he pro- he projected a growth of about 5 to 6% of growth every year for the mm-hmm. last 20 years for Madison Public Schools. Right. And he's been dead on on that, you know. And he's even predicted it where it would grow and where it would decline. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure enough, uh, Germantown has probably got the most growth right now uh, within mm-hmm. the district. And you still have Madison Central, which will not be as much growth there, mainly because that zone is an older population. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but it's still, you know, it's still holding its own as far as right. growth. And uh, but you, then you have the other um, uh, smaller uh, schools that are declining in growth. So, uh, but overall, five five to six percent growth every year. And that's the type of thing that you think that they need more community. Uh, uh, they need to inform the community on more and get their input if this is available. That's correct. You know. Yes, and we had extensive meetings when it came bond time, our, our bond issue times, or our building a school without you know without increasing taxes. But what did the community want? 
and we'd have two or three meetings uh, per territory, and it took out a lot of time. Uh, but the parents were very appreciative of it, and it sounds like it's something that needs to be done now. Right. Uh, again, folks, uh, we have uh, Mr. Rylan Thompson and also Mr. Ken McCoy. They're going to be on the ballot next week. We ask that you give them your consideration. Uh, they need some fresh blood up there. How long has the uh, person been in that seat that you're running against, uh, Ken? Actually, he was he was not elected. He was appointed for a short term because of the gentleman that actually took my place, uh, stepped out and moved back to Jackson. Okay. And uh, so he's only been on it for nine months, but he was appointed, not elected. Okay. And what about you, Riley? I can't say for sure now that you put me on the spot, but mm-hmm. I want to say uh, somewhere between 10 and 12 years maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was appointed initially, and then he's run unopposed ever since. And so that's what happens when a lot of people in the political realm continuously run unopposed they get lackadaisical in in the way that they uh, perform their job because they're really not worried about anybody unseating them and so that's what i'm here um at at the very least if i don't uh get elected at the very least to send a very strong message that we're here to stay and we have intentions on monitoring the what's going on in our school district but I, I need I need everybody's help. If even if you don't have, and to your li- listeners here, even if you don't live in Madison County, call the people that you do know that lives in Madison County District One and District Two, and let them know to vote for Ryland Thompson or Ken McCoy next Tuesday. It's very important that we get on the school board so that we can facilitate uh, some uh, changes for the better. So let me just say, as far as uh, uh, Mr. Grissett, which is uh, Ryland's uh, competitor, is that he actually was on it for 12, he's been on it, I think, 12 years now, but he he was never appointed. He was actually elected, um, so he has been on it for that that amount of time. What is the uh, lure uh, to be a school board member? Are there perks? Are there financial perks? Is there a salary associated with that? I have to to kind of laugh at that because people ask that, and I was like, well, if you call it, a financial perk, but a perk, but no, actually, uh, we do get small. I don't mind telling the exact amount. It's mm-hmm. twelve hundred dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wow. so, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you're not doing, you're not doing it for the love of the money. <laughs> you're doing it for the love of the kids and the love of, the, of your school. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. There, and there, there is absolutely no financial incentive uh, for us to do this. Uh, it's strictly about, uh, like he said, for the kids. Uh, other states have different regulations where they have full-time school board uh, members like Florida, for instance. I mean, I'm sure the salary is anywhere between 50 and $70,000 and that's a full-time you go to work every day. And that's what you do as a school board member. But uh, unfortunately here in Mississippi, it's more of a part-time kind of deal. um, And there's really not a lot of financial incentive to do that. So you really have to have a a reason besides that to, to get on the board. I got you. All right. Uh, Again, folks, uh, they're going to be on the, uh, on the, on the ballot next Tuesday uh, for Madison County School Board, District 1 and 2. And we've got Ken McCoy in 1 and Ryland Thompson in 2. And, again, folks, it needs some fresh blood. This is part of the process of, again, making the schools responsive and doing the job that the simple task that they were assigned from the very beginning of us having public schools. And they've kind of gotten off the beaten path on this one. Absolutely. We need to be teaching our children to read, write, the sciences, uh, athletic stuff is great, too. Uh, we need to get out of these questionnaires. I've, I've personally seen questionnaires, uh, <coughs> not particularly in Madison schools, but uh, schools from around the state and around the country where mm-hmm. they're asking uh, people, how much do you identify as a male? How much do you identify as a female? Do you, on a scale of one to five, 
how likely are you to date a person of the opposite sex? Right. And that's stuff that we're not going to if, – if Ken and I have anything to do with about it, uh, we're not going to allow that kind of mess to go on in Madison County schools. Uh, something that we – How can they justify <clears throat> – just, just from a time standpoint, how can they justify wasting time on that? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so over the summer, I, we, I, I was at every single – school board meeting and I was constantly petitioning the board to create some type of policies about how they're going to identify and uh, how they're going to handle when someone say for instance a male wants to transition to a female they don't have any policies right now about how they're going to handle that are they going to be allowed to go in the female's restroom because they identify as a female today we can't get them to, to implement a policy about that and I'll tell you that it, it's, it's not that they're coming they're here right. in the Madison County schools right now. People right. that identify as another sex besides what God made them in his image as. All they need is a uh, an ACLU lawyer or Southern Poverty Law Center lawyer to identify them. And it's off to the races to get them to go in there and, you know, do their thing and get a lawsuit started. So you're right. They definitely need to have something on the books. Absolutely. And, and the, the another deal to consider is the sports. Mm-hmm. It's not fair for girls. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I look at, at uh, these women. I think it was in the Olympics or some kind of uh, NCAA swimming team deal over the, uh, the spring or summer of this year. And these women, they had to sit there on the stage in second and third place with tears in their eyes because some man identified as a female took first place in the swimming competition. Yeah. It's insanity gone mad. Let's take this call. Master D. Ma- Master D. What's going on? Shalom, what's going on? Hey. Now, you know, y'all, it's a lot of talk about this thing, but I, I saw the, the little drag queen uh, for the little children they had on YouTube. The thing about all that is, why don't these people – be put in a comfortable state where they can be amongst their own kind, whether whatever color they is. Because kids shouldn't be put into a certain setting with uh, transgender kids because they're raised different. You know, everybody want to run on to the same-sex marriage. What do you think they raising when they raise the same-sex marriage kids, Kim? Yeah. And right. then now you say, uh, we don't want them in the back. Do like other people are doing. Let them have their own school. All right, Master D, we're going to put you on hold. Folks, you got any final comments? Uh, You want to invite the people on help with your campaign, anything like that? Well, uh, we uh, we need a couple people to, uh, or a few people to come out and and help us. We're going to be waving uh, the signs and stuff. We need poll watchers uh, for Tuesday. If you're interested in doing that, contact me, facebook.com slash Thompson for Madison or Ken and plug your Yeah, mine, mine is McCoy from Madison County Schools. Right. Uh, the, one of the things we need is people to help on, on the polls. Right. Uh, and we'll probably have five or so, just in my district, uh, five about five different um, places to vote. All right. Well, guys, we wish you all the best. And, uh, again, I'll be reminding folks on Tuesday to get out to vote, and we'll certainly bring your name up. Thanks, Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're back. And it is Thursday. I want to thank uh, uh, Ken McCoy and uh, Mr. What's his name? Ryland. I want to call him (laughs) Zeline. Ryland Thompson for coming into the studios. We wish them all the best. Uh, they're going to be candidates for school board here in Madison County on Tuesday. And then, of course, over in Rankin County, be Lynette, Lynette Courtney. Keep, their, keep, keep, keep an eye out for those names. Again, it's time for some fresh blood. They're offering themselves up for service. 
And it's time, if nothing else, it's to send a, 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 a notice to all the incumbents. Guys, you need to be on your toes. You need to be responsive to the people. And uh, here to date,、uh, it seems like Madison County may not be as responsive as it needs to be.、Uh, they're talking about building schools. Folks need to know what it's going to cost, where it's going to be, and、uh, what's the implications of all these things. Just talk with the people. And Ryland said you can talk to him. McCoy says you can talk to him. So check them out. All right, folks, also want to remind you you've heard Veronica from Two Gun Tactical telling you about the classes that she's conducting out there for the ladies. Ladies, you need to take that under consideration. Go to twoguntactical.com, check out the courses. And these are good three or four hour courses that will put you in good stead learning to become familiar with your firearm.、Uh, she's a young lady who has been around guns since she was 12. She's probably in her. Early 20s now, and、uh, again, she's got some experience, training, and certification to be able to help you get familiar with your firearms. And that's、uh, not only just firing it and aiming it and learning all those things, the safety aspect of it, but also how to clean it and maintain it. Folks, that's worth the price of admission just with that alone. Check them out by going to twoguntactical.com. And also, if you're looking for a range to go do some shooting at, $30 per hour for the first person and $15 per hour. For guests. Now, you're going to also get your monthly membership, your annual membership, that will give you even better, 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 better rates. So, check it out twoguntactical.com. They sell guns, ammo, accessories, the whole nine yards. And not only that, they got about 85 guns you can choose. If you want to go to the range and you don't have all that you need in your car with you, you can rent it right out there.、Uh, it's time you rent your gun. So, check it out today. Two Gun Tactical, 667 Casey Lane. In Flowood, right there, Casey Lane and Flowood Drive on the Highway 80 in、uh, Flowood. So just keep that in mind. All right, folks, it is an open forum here today.、Uh, again, we were talking about the、uh, election coming up next Tuesday.、Uh, they're anticipating a slow count of the ballot so they can, again, drag it out over several days so they can move ballots in and out. It's just the same old scam. They did the same thing down there in、uh, Brazil. These people are just manhandling the, the people of the world, particularly、uh, humanity itself. They're just cheating at every turn simply because they can. And as I've told you, okay,、uh, as I've told you, it is just a matter of time before you're going to be enlisted in the fight for your life, whether you want to be or not. They're not going to stop until you cry, uncle, bow down, subjugate yourself to their whims and wishes. So, I'm saying to you now, you might as well get yourself head, get your head ready for the fight that you're going to have. And what I see with this government here, the Joe Biden administration, they want to fight. They want to create enough chaos in the election process. They're going to make the,、uh, the steel open and notorious to get enough people angry enough so they can say, hey, these people are rioting. They're doing this, they're doing that. This whole. Uh, uh, hate Trump supporters, MAGA supporters, and that we're behind every act of violence when there's no evidence that this is the case. They have to make it up. Folks, they, they intend to,、uh, to, to provoke a fight. You can take that to the bank. So that's why you have to stay prayed up, keep your head around you, about you, and know who you're dealing with. This is what I'm saying. You people out there who can't recognize the evil that is arrayed against us, you're concerned to me as much as they are. Because of your inability to not see it and their ability to perpetrate it, folks, we're all in danger, particularly those of us who are not going to go along with the BS. But if it's going to be pain, you got to make it pain all the way around. All we asked was to be left alone. They're not content with that. So 
again that's why the candidacy of those two gentlemen who just in here those people are willing to offer themselves up to help out where they can we're being attacked from all angles on all sides and they uh, decided to uh, uh, throw their weight to try to stem the assault on our educational system what is it that you're going to do what is it that you're willing to do we know you're upset you call here and uh, uh, you voice your discontent you post it on social media the whole nine yards i'm telling you the stakes are going to go higher and what's going to be required of you is going to be even higher are you built for this are you ready for this are you willing to do what it takes yes the rapper said you're going to have to be a no limit soldier in other words there won't be anything that you will take off the table in pursuit of and maintaining our freedoms. They have to know in no uncertain terms that there is a price that they will have to pay for the ideals that they want to impose on the rest of us. Again, we're not going to get out of this. We're not going to get out of this by just talking with them. We're not going to get out of this by trying to reason with them. They're not, they are beyond reason. But that's just how I see it. But as I said before, Keep your head on swivel for election day. Get out and vote. Again, if they wanted to count these ballots quicker, there's ways they could do it. But they don't want to do that. They want to keep the thing set up where uh, anything that, that requires uh, 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 voter integrity, they consider that voter suppression. If you got to have ID, if you have to be a citizen of this country, if you have to do anything other than what they tell us that has to be done, it's a threat against democracy. As I told you before, folks, if you are on medicines like I am, if you are on, uh, if you have uh, uh, ongoing medical needs, you should be the main one trying to make sure that the country as we knew it and as we grew up in is able to sustain itself. You out here trying all these fancy ideas pushing, pushed by these degenerates. That's why I admire about those two men on running for the school board. They're willing to say, no, we're not going to be making special bathrooms. I didn't even heard. I hadn't even heard of this foolishness. They, they got people being led around by other people and the people that's uh, had the leash on them have on fur uh, acting like they're animals. They call them fur and they want to put uh, uh water dishes and, and, and dog food bowls and pet bowls in the bathrooms for these furries who are nothing but human beings walking around or crawling around on all fours with a, a, a furry uniform on. And they got some lawyer who will go and sue on their behalf to do this stupid stuff. Folks, this is why I keep saying to all you folks out there who vote Democrat and you over there and you won't say anything against this foolishness. As I've said to you, on many occasions, about the coalition to make up the Democrat Party. They respect each other's degeneracy. They respect each other's hustle. No matter how degenerate, no matter how hurting it is to society and future generations, they don't care. That's why you and I have to care and we have to ignore the screams and howls that we get from them when we tell them, oh, you're going to do right here. No, they want to have their way at all times and in all situations. And you and I have to tell them in no uncertain terms, not here. The question is, are you built for this? Are you built for this battle? If you're not, just say it and quit shaking and faking. Let's go to Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, Ken. How are you? How are you doing, my friend? Doing doing good. Uh, I just wanted to touch on what you were saying. Uh, um, 
about, you know, or people built for this. And uh, I'll try to keep it under a minute. Um, but I wanted to add a couple things. Um, I think that everybody needs to ask themselves, especially uh, the viewers and listeners, um, because me personally, I do. I have a, a plan um, for that day, and uh, most people don't. Uh, the majority of people don't. They don't know, you know, whether it's calling in or um, uh, talking about uh, this and that or whatever. They don't have a actual uh, real, uh, real plan of what's going to happen when it does. And so I wanted, I want them to either uh, think about this or write it down. Is ask yourself these few questions, and uh, if you can't answer them, then you need to uh, work on it. Is where you're at right now. Um, if if you're uh, whether it's you're at home or whatever, if right now all the power went out, we had a blackout. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your internet went down, your uh, say you know just say uh, for instance we had an EMP uh, and your vehicles don't work. If you have any newer vehicles that runs off a battery or anything like that, they don't work. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're in a situation, say you're out in public, uh, it doesn't matter where, uh, and that happens. What are you going to do or how are you going to, what do you, what, if you drop everything, what do you have on you to, to as far as your direction, what's going to get you to where you need to be? Um, as far as, uh, whether it's, you know, looking at the stars or, <laughs> or using a compass, I don't know, but, uh, we have out where I live in Edwards, we've, we've definitely got a plan, uh, and you need to know where you're at, how you're going to get there. Um, you need protection. Right. That's the number one key is you need protection. And nine times out of 10, most of these, uh, crazies will, uh, will almost, you know, basically get rid of themselves. Um, but I just wanted to to add a couple more things. Is all right. So number one. So what are you going to do when that time when that day comes? Right. Secondly, is what's your plan uh, as far as uh, surviving? What are you going to eat? Right now, you know, if the grocery stores are down, everybody's rushing. That's the first thing everybody's going to go to is the grocery stores. What are you going to eat? Uh, secondly, I mean, thirdly. Um, how are you going to stay warm? What's going to be your shelter? Is it, is it going to be your house? Okay. Well, if it is your house, then, uh, what keeps people from coming into your house and looting you? What keeps them from, uh, taking everything that you've got because they're hungry too. Uh, fourthly, um, what's your escape plan? You need to know everything around you. You need to know what's going on. You need to know who you're, and most importantly, who your family and friends are the ones that you can actually trust because it's going to, it's going to divide the the boys from the men. And, uh, lastly, I just wanted to say, uh, that I hope I I would like to believe that most people would think about them, uh, those, those questions, but, um, it's, you know, my, uh, some of my family asked me that one day and I was like, wow, that's actually a good thing to think about because most people don't. So ask yourself those questions, figure out a game plan for you and your loved ones your friends and family of what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and uh as far at least to uh last you know uh a few days in survival mode and then after that whenever things start to you know settle down they're not going to but when thing when you get used to it you'll start figuring out okay this is what we need to do next and uh anyways i just wanted to put that out there 
um, because that is very true. And uh, like you said, uh, most people are built for it. Well, you, I mean, these are、uh, comments. These, these comments are questions and ideals. And folks, we really need to be thinking about it. I mean, our, I can't emphasize enough, but all I can do is deliver this message. Our world is in trouble. This thing, there are people who are actively kicking down the load bearing walls of our civilization just to see the look on our faces. And we have、yep. to be stout enough. To, it's no different than taking control of your home. You got, you got some kids who are running amok or a child that's running amok. You have to say, no, not here. If you got to put them out, that's, you have to save the family. So, that's right. Brother, Sean, I appreciate it. We need to talk more about this going forward. Just keep,、oh, yeah. keep, keep that same to, energy. I'll、uh, somehow meet you and、uh, you know, also contact you personally. All right. Uh, well, uh,、yeah. just hold on here, and, 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 and my producer will give you my number, okay? All right. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks. Hey, I want to remind you. You know, Railroad Pizza, every day they have something special on the menu. Tuesday is Taco Day, Wednesday is Spaghetti Night, Thursday is a special special. Owner, chef, owner and chef Meredith Ann is constantly creating new, unique, and delicious dishes. So, for Thursday, check out Railroad Pizza's Facebook page for the special of the day, which would be this Thursday. And on Friday, special is the gumbo featuring shrimp, chicken, andouille,、uh, sausage, crawfish. It's served with homemade potato salad and stuffed crab. Plus, they have that bread from,、uh, what is that, Gabino's down there in、uh, New Orleans. So, good times will be had by all. Railroad Pizza. Folks, they, look, Meredith is an actual chef. I'm talking about with the white hat, the whole nine yards. She, she just does her magic、uh, with those different dishes over there. So, it's not just a pizza place, it's fine dining. Sit down dining in downtown Florida, Mississippi. Come on down. All right, folks,、uh, we appreciate you. Uh, and the candidates, Rylon Thompson and Ken McCoy, and of course, out in Rankin County, candidate Lynette Courtney.、Uh, folks, we need to make some changes in those. And it, here's the thing about putting in new blood in these elected positions it puts a fire under the other guys. It keeps them from getting too lethargic,、uh, keep them、uh, up on their toes, if you will. So we just ask that you do that. Folks, the problems we have in this country are not intractable, they're not unsolvable. Many of them are caused by our elected officials who are being. Uh, aggrandized. They're being paid to do what they're doing to us. While we suffer, they're living in Fat City. They got more money than they can choke a, a, a what is it, choke a, a hog with, or whatever they call it. But the truth of the matter is, you and I just have to stay engaged. We have to be relentless and we have to be stout of faith and willing to stand for what we say we believe. Take the arrows, baby, if you're going to be a maverick. We're going to take a break. We're back in 22 hours. We'll see you on the radio. Peace. A coward dies a thousand deaths. A soldier dies but once. once, once, once.